Welcome to the MPPT Podcast, fitness tips to help busy dads reach their fitness goals distilled down into 10 to 15 minutes. This is episode 14, joint friendly strength training tips for busy dads. So if you're a busy dad who wants to hear what it takes to achieve your fitness goals in the limited time available for exercise and working out, keep listening. You're in the right place. I'm your host, Chris Brown. I'm the owner of Muscle Performance Personal Training in Toronto, Canada. And again, we have episode 14 for you, and we're going to discuss tips to keep your workouts as joint-friendly as possible to avoid common nagging aches or nagging pains, um, because who wants that? So let's dive in. Making strength training or resistance training as joint-friendly as possible It's really valuable because who wants to exercise, get injured, have to take time off or even rehab that injury and then resume working out like normal, right? It's just more efficient to just work out safely the whole time and not have to take the, you know, not have to back off um, because of an actual injury or or some type of ache or pain that prevents you from doing your regular exercise routine, right? And why this topic is particularly relevant for busy dads is just the notion that as we get as we get older, a lot of us start feeling more of these, you know, these, um, I guess, low level aches or pains. Maybe they're not so low level, but just everyday aches and pains in our body from the wear and tear that's been accumulated over, you know, over the first portion of our life. You know, for someone, for a busy dad, even someone who's not a dad, but they're over their 30s, it can be valuable to pay a little more attention to this. Now, another thing is that, you know, besides, you know, how annoying it is to have like a nagging ache, a nagging pain that just doesn't seem to go away, or it affects what you want to do, is that this can be an obstacle to being consistent with your exercise, with your working out, right? And as I've said before, Being consistent is the number one factor for fitness success. So it can hamper that and just in and of itself affecting consistency have a negative impact on, you know, the likelihood of you reaching your fitness goal, at least in the time frame that maybe you had initially had in mind. Okay. Now, another point here is that it's good to recognize training or exercise as a stress to the body. With exercise, we are trying to provide just enough of this stress to stimulate the desired adaptation or result, but obviously with that comes the potential of providing too much stress when you combine it with all the other stress we have in our life. Moving on then, what we're going to do today is we're going to provide tips here that sort of cover the gamut, and you'll see, you'll hear the tips obviously, and they're really covering how to keep the workouts as joint friendly as possible for you busy dads listening. This way we're minimizing the risk of aggravating or flaring up any previous injury and at the same time also minimizing the risk of new issues starting to flare up. Okay, so let's get into the tip. Tip number one, less is more. One of the biggest contributing factors is doing too much too soon. Remember that less is more And that principle can help keep your training, your workouts, your exercise more joint friendly. Usually this is going to mean doing less sets in your workout, 
or using less weight. Okay, and if we think of an analogy, think of it like accelerating a, accelerating a car. When you accelerate, if you press the pedal down hard, all the way down, the RPMs goes up, the engine revs up really fast. And if you do this repeatedly, it would accelerate the wear and tear on the car, on the engine, right? And increase the likelihood of you having an issue that you have to take the car into the shop sooner rather than later. So bring this back to training and working out in the same way. Remember that hard training is usually hard on the joints. This less is more concept is like not pushing the accelerator down in your car all the way. So you're accelerating, getting up to speed more gradually rather than aggressively. And by doing that, you're saving wear and tear on your car engine. Going back to our workouts, by sometimes backing off the number of sets we do, this lowers the amount of cumul cumulative exercise stress from a workout, or by using a little bit less weight and not maxing out on weight every single workout, or at strategic periods, we back off of that. In both of those ways, we can manage the stress on the body and on the joints, making the training more joint friendly. The next tip is learn correct technique, learn correct exercise technique. And this needs to be said, this is one of the biggest benefits of working with a personal trainer, learning proper exercise technique, right? So that you exercising can be confident that you're doing exercises properly, you're recruiting the right muscles. And this is for folks that are real fitness enthusiasts, you know, and personal trainers, we often look at this as like a lifelong or a long-term thing, learning exercise technique, because yes, you learn it, but then over time, as you gain more experience, you refine that, that technique. Even after showing someone, teaching someone an exercise like a push-up, a squat, a lunge, over time, as I'm still working with them, I can still provide them refinements to their technique. I can make their technique a little bit better either a little bit more safer and make sure bad habits aren't developing or movement compensations, that sort of thing, but also refinements that can help ensure that the target muscles are feeling, are, you know, feeling the tension and getting fatigued from the exercise. The next tip, slow down. For busy dads, this may actually be one of the most beneficial points in this episode. There's more than one way to you know, perform your reps in your workouts, right? And slowing down the speed of these reps, it, you know, reduces the likelihood that you're using momentum. It improves usually the sensation of muscle tension, right? So you can really feel the tension on the desired muscle or the tension on the muscle that maybe we don't want tension on. And that's going to give us information that then we can Try something a little bit differently. And it also reduces the likelihood of movement compensations unless you're really trying to force reps, but that's more of an advanced technique. So overall, by slowing down the speed that you perform reps in a workout, we're creating a better, better muscle growth stimulus compared to lifting at regular speed. And we're also better able to ensure that that technique is also correct. So it kind of ties in well with tip number two, learning correct exercise technique. Further to that, it tells you when to stop a set. 
if you can't lift the weight up with clean technique, then that was the last rep, right? Like I said, it reduces the likelihood that you're going to be using momentum. If you're using less momentum, it's going to get, you're going to feel fatigue earlier in the set and it's going to make those last reps harder, more difficult because more tension is on the muscle and less is being absorbed by the joints. Something to add to this tip and this idea of slowing down the rep speed is adding pauses during reps. So say you lift a weight up, you pause for one or two seconds, keeping the muscles tight during that time, and then you lower the weight back down. Pauses kind of fall under the same umbrella because they, they increase the time, the duration of muscle tension. If you're doing a pause, you're obviously not using momentum, right? And you're, and you're less likely to be using movement compensations when you're using that pause. You can better focus on proper technique. Okay. Now, one last point with this before we go on to the fourth tip. You don't have to do this all the time. This isn't like saying, hey, if you lift reps, if you lift weights and you do one to two seconds lifting the weight, one to two seconds lowering the weight, which is about the regular lifting speed. You don't have to stop doing that forever starting now and only perform slower reps, right? You can, that's, this is one way that we can create variation in your program. Number one, two is maybe use these slower rep speeds and these pauses a little more often than regular speed lifting to keep your training and your workouts a little more joint friendly. Moving on to tip number four, plan back off weeks. If you're training consistently, these are back off weeks where you do workouts with a lower intensity, which means using less weight than you normally would by a little bit or doing fewer sets than you normally do. And this gives your body a break from the accumulated workout stress. So it allows a little bit extra recovery between workouts from that accumulated fatigue and stress to the muscles, to the joints and other related systems of the body, right? Stress accumulates. So if you're training consistently, not missing workouts, Every once in a while, plan to take a back off week where you do it a little bit less, a little bit easier. And then the week after you get back to your regular, your regular, more challenging training to give you a timeline or something to think of. If you're consistently training hard and pushing your body about every 12 to 16 weeks, put it plan or put in one of these back off weeks. If you're training, you know, when you push your body, you're not quite pushing your body as hard then you can probably go up more to 16 weeks, maybe a bit longer. But the more you, t the more you push your body each workout, obviously the more demanding the, the exercise is going to be on your body. And that's why you would need the back off week or want to do it a little bit sooner. Okay. So that's the tips. we got four tips for you. Utilize these tips, use, utilize them in your workouts, try them out. If you want your workouts to be a little bit more joint friendly so that you can decrease the likelihood of de developing annoying aches and pains from the workouts, particularly as you aim to keep progressing and moving towards your fitness goals. Okay. And this actually segues nicely to next week's topic where we're going to be talking about a few ways to make progress besides just using more weight. It's a great idea anyways especially to keep training more, um, more joint friendly, but especially now with, you know, more people opting not to go back to a gym because their preference is to work out at home instead, not for everyone, but for probably more people than before the pandemic, 
this is a great topic because we're going to cover ways where if you don't have a lot of weight at home, you let's talk about and give you information on other ways to make progress in your workout so you're not only looking to increase weight, you're doing other things and this will also help keep your workouts more more varied because you're not only doing things one way. Okay? So tune in for that next week. All right? And if you like this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Amazon Music. By leaving a review, A, it would be greatly appreciated, but it would also help me reach more busy dads just like you. Okay? I want to thank you for listening to this week's episode. Again, tune in next week. This is Chris Brown, the host of the MPPT podcast and the host of Muscle Performance Personal Training in Toronto, Canada. Until next week, take action and stay healthy.